Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Last week on Spanky's Corner. A podcast! Hey guys, Dr. Phil here. Banging. Happy VD, don't get a VD. Shut up. He's trying to bang a girl with a bunch of ferrets. I've dated a lot of witches. Everybody loves a clown. Let a clown love you. We're going to be pooping. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Spanky's. I found this list earlier of like really niche dating sites and apps um, and I can't find the exact one I found earlier but I did find a good one. One of the things I have to say that stood out the most on the list I saw earlier. Welcome to our Valentine's Day episode by the way. Yeah. Happy VD everyone. Happy VD. Don't get a VD. I wonder how many people looked at the title and said what are these two idiots going to be talking about today? Are they bringing Sonic on? Because uh, that's what I feel like. With all of his VD. Um, oh, people just looked at me as I was saying that. We're at the Chicago Auto Show, by the way. Again. Yeah. We, we live here. We do, which is why we're banging out all this content. Look at this. Two days in a row for a podcast. So the one that stood out to me on the last list I found was there's a dating app that'll match you according to the breed of dog you have. So if you have a Bichon Freeze, it'll match you with somebody else who has a Bichon Freeze. What, what is that? I don't even know what that is. It's a it's a breed of dog. A Bichon Freeze? It's a little, it's a little white Phew, phew. Oh. oh my god, there's such cute dogs over there today, by the way. It's just, it's literally a pile of puppies. Oh, at the uh, tent next door, or not the tent, it's like the, the car, we've got, a, we're we're sitting amongst a bunch of different car places. Right. At the Chicago Auto Show, yeah, and, and the Subaru uh, area has a, it's like a no-kill animal shelter or something like that over there, mm-hmm. and they're uh, adopting dogs. Today... Is there an Aussie doodle over there? Don't tell me there's an Aussie. That's what my wife wants. If there I is forgot. One. No, they're not. But I forgot what they are. But they're. Oh my god, they are baby dogs. They are baby dogs. They're like five weeks old. Look at my. Let me show you. This is the video I want played at my on a projector. At I my saw wife. it on your Instagram. All right. Well, then you yeah. know that that's what's there. It's really good for the podcast for the for the audio podcast. Show me more video on the audio podcast. We can cut this part out. But anyways, part of this dating app, uh, it matches you with the person who has the same breed dog as you. So this is for the people I feel like that don't have a good heart and just adopt whatever's available. Uh, This is for the person who is like really invested to the breed that their dog is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get real deep here. Oh boy. Here we go. So if you... If you are really into that specific dog for a reason, and so is your partner, that may mean you're compatible in the way that you would raise kids with your core values. Wow, Julie just dropped the mic. <laughs> hey guys, Dr. Phil here. I've got, I've got a couple things about your pet that I can relate to in real life. Rich, how do you feel about that? Rich Wyatt's here, by the way. He's our engineer on site. Chicago Bulls uh, radio engineer Hi. who has managed to come out here on All-Star Weekend and 
do this. Rich, what's your favorite breed of dog? I don't know. I kind of like um, labs. Oh, do you? Yeah. That. And uh, boxers. Wow. Oh, I love a boxer. You know what I pictured for you? I don't know why. And I think this might be because this is the dog you look like. She's about to oh, insult you. Oh, please tell me. I know. She's I'm about excited. to insult you. Here comes a big one. fat insult. Please. It's ahead. not an insult. You it's look like be. you look like Wishbone. Do I? What's Wishbone? Hey, yeah. Remember the this. show Wishbone? I forget what kind of dog he is. Do you have a video of it so we can play it on the audio podcast? Shut <laughs> up! Everybody knows who Wishbone is. <laughs> I, have no I, don't, I have no clue either. <laughs> like, let me look up the Wishbone dog. There's, it's Rich. It's Rich. Yeah. Uh, no. No. Not even. No. <laughs> yes. Not even. Yes. <laughs> have you ever broken up with another human because of uh, their pet? No. No. Never? No. But um, Sonic and I were talking about this the other day because he's trying to bang a girl with a bunch of ferrets and one of them died, so it's (laughs) prolonging the experience for it. She's like literally mourning one of her ferrets right now, so he can't hang out with her. Like legitimately a problem in Sonic's life. He met a ferret girl online. She has like, she has like multiple and ferret. one died and now she's posting ferret memorials and like and he messaged her and she's like I'm just I'm just really angels. sad about it right now so they're not hanging out um, so I, I feel like a ferret would be a deal breaker to me because they're really I, it's just God bless them want the best for them but I just think they're a really gross animal I broke up with a girl in uh, when I was a freshman in college because her cat was an asshole and it wasn't going to work anyway. I didn't really even like this girl, but it was just a good excuse, and that's what I ended it with. Are you serious? Yeah. You legitimately told her that's the that's reason? As her. a mother of an asshole cat, I just I, I find that hard. Yeah, but that was back in the day when I didn't really care. Uh, this is also pre like a lot of social media stuff, so I could just say things like that and live my life. I like, I like hearing tales of like your F-boy past. Yeah, it was a long time ago. You know, got married. You, sounded, you know what you sounded like? Hmm. A real piece of work. <laughs> I was. You know, I was a beauty back in the day, man. I mean, but whatever. That was a long time ago. Um, some more really niche dating sites. Mm-hmm. Is it niche or niche? Okay, so I said niche earlier. I it's said, not niche, niche. Okay, well, I said... Well, I, got, I think it's both ways. I feel like when you're describing something as it, it's niche. But when you're asking someone, like, what's your niche? How do you say it, Rich? Niche or niche? Niche. See, that's why I say two. He's just saying it because it rhymes with his name. I, I, no. <laughs> so for a second... <laughs> that's the only reason. <laughs> for the second day in a row... <laughs> second day in a row, we've got a, uh, uh, a uh, Shark Tank reference, but Mr. Wonderful calls it niche. Should we survey people? Yes. Niche or niche? I don't want to bring people over here. <laughs> well, I know. Okay, but if anyone comes up and asks us for shit, okay, like we'll that's where we're going. We'll, yeah. Hey, we'll give you a snow scraper if you answer one question. <laughs> niche or niche? It'll, it's going to come back throughout the podcast. Niche, niche or niche. niche? Another weirdly niche dating site, I'm going to go back and forth now, is diaper mates. So, like, adults who are into, like, babies. Not, like, into being with babies, but role-playing as a baby. Does that mean that both role play as a baby, or does that mean one or the other plays as a baby and the other plays as an adult? You know what? I'm not sure. I think that's up to the couple. Oh, so they're flexible. They're flexible. You know, I think maybe they interchange. Maybe they draw from a hat. How fun would that be? Can I stop you real quick? What? (laughs) Are we really wearing masks out here at the Chicago Auto Show? Is the coronavirus hit the Chicago Auto Show and we don't know about it? People walking by with masks. You know what? I'm not trying to get sick. I would wear a mask. Okay. All right. Back to uh, back to. Diapers. I have a question. Oh yeah. Sure. 
do the masks really do anything? No. Because you're still touching all the germs and all that nonsense with your hands. You right. know what, though? If I had a mask on, though, and, like, I was walking around all willy-nilly touching cars, I wouldn't, like, touch my mouth, though, because I have a mask on. But you don't think about it. You just touch pl- things without thinking of it. I know, but I'm not going to, like, bite a nail or, like, itch my lip or something. People are so my, paranoid, man. <laughs> you know, those lip itches. <laughs> all right. So you're so the diaper thing. This is a whole subset of America that, that just like wearing a diaper and sleeping with other people. Yeah, you don't know that this is a thing. No. So um, there's this episode of Broad City, great show. It's like a female workaholics. Are you familiar with it? Comedy Central? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent show. So there's this one episode where they really want to go see Lil Wayne. And they're like, what do we have to do for money to purchase Lil Wayne tickets? So they go on Craigslist and find this guy who wants them to clean his house in their underwear. And they're like, all right, we'll clean his house in our, in our underwear to go to Lil Wayne. And the entire time, the guy is like this businessman and he's role playing a baby. And like out of nowhere, he just drops his um, his trousers and he's wearing a diaper and like wants to be taken care of. So like wants them to like clean as his parents. And then like he gets a call and he answers it like a businessman. (laughs) (laughs) You You know what the weirdest part about that whole story was? The fact that you call pants trousers. I felt really sophisticated saying trousers. That's trousers? the first time I did it. Be like, what are you, British? Well, <laughs> good lord. Well, because trousers. Because I, I felt like if I said pants, it left it to, like, is it jogging pants? Is it jeans? But trousers are the same thing. Like, it could be a variety of uh, pants, pant related products. Uh, when I say trousers, I mean, like, what that guy right there is wearing, which looks like nice work dress pants. He looks like he's going to sell me insurance. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> there there are people into dressing up like babies and stuff like that. So there's a dating app for that. See, what's the name of this app? Diaper Mates. Diaper Mates. All right, good. This there, is a free plug for them. Next, there's clown dating. Shut up. This is the byline for it. Everybody loves a clown. Let a clown love you. <laughs> Clown Dating's site announces, apparently forgetting about all the creepy clowns in pop culture, but they do have a point. Behind the makeup and the red nose is a lonely heart. (laughs) You know there's people, though, who like... Can't stand clowns. But you know there's people who sexualize horror movies. Yeah. Uh, Well, look, you can sexualize anything anymore. People are into some weird stuff, man. But clowns, there are people that are freaked out by clowns. But there's definitely people who like think it's like... There's definitely people who would seek it as a thrill. Like, they, they're not going to just have someone dress up as Bozo, like it's a birthday party. It's going to be a killer clown with a knife. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to make it into an adventure. I went to Bozo once when I was a kid. That's scary. Rich, you know about this. You're from here. Yes. <laughs> yes, Bozo the Clown. My grandma, the day I was born, put me on the wait list to go to Bozo the Clown up at the WGN studio. <laughs> How thoughtful. And I made it there by the time I was eight. It took eight years to get through that wait list and I went there and I was one. I'll still never forget it. I was one fucking number off from getting on the grand prize game. Really? Oh. Dude, crushed my little soul. My little eight-year-old soul. Did eight-year-old you like genuinely enjoy it though? Like were you excited? I just wanted to get on the grand prize game. I thought the show itself was kind of dumb. And But the grand prize game, yo, you know what the grand prize game is? I was I wasn't alive for Bozo. Bozo would just came off the air not even that long ago, yeah. right? Yeah, but it's been on within your lifetime. You were young when Bozo was still a thing. She wasn't here, right? But I also he was local. I also had the sure. yeah. It might have been. Lo- I know. I knew of Bozo, but like WGN was nationwide though. When I was in the age bracket of watching like 
television for kids, I now had that creepiest clown to choose from, but I also had Barney and Gullah Gullah yeah. Island and Blue's Clues. Yeah, but Bozo's like the OG. Like, the grand prize game is they set up five buckets and you get a ping pong ball and you, you, you get a prize for every single one of the five buckets you toss your ping pong ball oh, into. I feel like you would have won, too. Did I would like have I felt like eight-year-old you was also seven feet tall and would have had precise aim. It's a lot skinnier, but yeah, I was huge. Um, and, and I still never quite got over that. But yeah, WGNO, that's my, that's my mic. Don't worry. I think that was me. Rich, get, okay. Rich freaks out anytime he hears any type yeah, of static. No, then, is it static or is it your cable? It could be. No, I think it's fine, dude. Okay. Thanks. Are we, we can, okay? We can edit this. No, we're not going to edit anything, man. This is authentic. Oh, you know what, Rich? You kind of look like a schnauzer now that I think about it. Jesus, man. See, I told you you're going to get insulted. <laughs> no, once I show you schnauzer. Oh, snau- schnauzer. This is riveting. This is. <laughs> Sorry. Just... That's better, right? Julie has a, a skill, <laughs> a disease, where she just likes to figure out what famous people, what what dogs look. That's like interesting, though. You always kind of, yeah, it's curious. It's when you know, you know. Yeah. All right. So speaking of, the next dating app is called Pounced. It shows a person dressed up as a cheetah. Does this look like your adventure a week ago? Yeah, kind of. So see, w- see something just like this? Identical, except they didn't have a hand. What, I don't understand what the... What so the, this is a furry dating site. Nobody's surprised by that they have this. Though. It's like free? This, fur, it's for furries. It's furry. <laughs> <laughs> furries, though, I will say, is like a very known fetish. Did you guys see Jingle Bash? When we had the Jingle Bash, in that area, there was a fur convention. And all surrounding that area were people out in the streets wearing these fur costumes, either going to the convention hall or whatever. But In Rosemont? Yes. Oh, my God, dude. It was that weekend. So the only time I've ever been around furries was uh, when the Cubs had their wild card game in 2015 in Pittsburgh. The hotel that we stayed at right down by the uh, Pittsburgh baseball stadium the week before they had a furry convention and we're talking with the people at the hotel. It's like a Hyatt place, right? Yeah, they they put them up real nice. It's not, well, <laughs> yeah. it's a Hyatt place. It's not like anything super fancy. It's like a it's like a low-end Hyatt, right? I know, but like for a furry convention, I just feel like they really, you know, no. they really get a nice space. They were saying these people would come in, they were dressed up left and right going yeah. through. They would request things like uh, like water uh, bowls to be placed down in the lobby. So when they came in, they would all go up and like they were a cat and get on their hands and knees and lap up the water like they're in the lobby of the Hyatt place in Pittsburgh. Can we see if one's coming to Chicago? We need to send Sonic. Sonic would crush it at a furry convention. Oh my God, I literally just typed in furry, C-O-N, and the third suggestion is furry convention, Rosemont. So that means they have it right where we are. No, we're not in Rosemont. We're in... Oh, you're right. Yeah, we're in downtown Chicago. Midwest Fur Fest. It's probably the same one you were talking about, Rich. It might be. Maybe oh, they have it's, certain it's in year. December. See, right, yeah, that's right, yeah. right around Jingle Bash. Jingle Bash yeah. She doesn't listen to anything we talk about <laughs> It's okay. Like, at all. <laughs> She's already thinking five steps ahead. Whatever's happened to the present is already gone. Yeah, sorry. Um, so, I don't understand what this dating app is. <laughs> I'm going to skip it because it doesn't really make sense, and we're going to have a hard time figuring it out. So, okay. the next one is Mullet Passions. Yes. 
Here we go. Mullets may not be your cup of tea, but apparently there are enough fans of them to power mullet passions. Mm -hmm. For those who champion the party in the back lifestyle can chat with fellow enthusiasts or simply use mullet passions like a social media site. When I worked in Seattle, we did the State Fair, which is outside of Seattle in a city called Puyallup, Washington. And every year we would go out there and we do a broadcast like how we're doing right here at the Chicago Auto Show. And we'd sit up there and we play a game called Spot the Mullet. And we're about an hour outside of Seattle. And I'm the all-time Spot the Mullet King in a four-hour period. My record was 22. You're also very tall and you hover above everyone. So I feel like you had an unfair advantage. Okay. Well, whatever. Just just uh, knowledge the fact that I'm better at spot the mullet. It's so, very difficult in Chicago so in a metropolitan area like this. But we were like an hour outside of anywhere out there in Puyallup, Washington. So you're the mullet, mullet champ of the Pacific Northwest? I am. Wow. I am. Spot the mullet. Uh, I was the grand master champion in like 2012 and 2013. I think I still might even have a plaque somewhere. There was a plaque? Yeah, I believe so. Um, it next, was a long time game. Next dating app is for rich. It's meet an inmate. Oh, I'm in. <laughs> Everyone knows the best thing about long-distance relationships is getting to write letters that a government official is going to open, edit, and reseal before delivering them to your lover. Meeting an inmate gives you a chance to meet prisoners of all kinds. Through the site, does though the site does caution against seeking romances versus friendship. Now, is there a level that if you're in severity of your crime, so if you were in there for murder, are you allowed to? They'll probably just, like, leave the dating to the embezzlers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> embezzlers is a great word. <laughs> no, but I think, though, like, you've seen um, a lot of those shows on the TV where they follow the prisoners and they always get, like, there's a couple on Netflix. If you watch any of those murder mysteries, a lot of them are shacking up with people. Uh, that dude up in um, Wisconsin, he's got a bunch of love interests that keep showing up because he's on, he's famous uh, on the Making a Murderer guy. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Sexy Felon. Him too. Oh my God, he's beautiful. He gets a lot of jobs now, and I think he's married. That dude, what, wasn't he married when he got busted? No, I think like somebody like found him because of like how... I think he was married, and the second he became famous, he was like, see ya, and then peace oh, out on her. Oh, okay. I thought, yeah. yeah, I knew he wasn't with anyone he was with prior to him getting arrested. No, no, no. I think he was with someone when he got arrested. The mugshot went viral. And then when he became famous, uh, he dumped his girlfriend. It was like, see, I'm out. Good, goodbye, Modesto. Have fun. I love him. Yeah, he's a beauty. Okay, so on the same tip as how I think the dog dating app is brilliant, this might have taken it to the next level. And this is by far my favorite one. And Rich, I need you to sign up. Um <laughs> I just want I just want a single friend to sign up so we can know how so know exactly what it is. Know how good it is. I'm gonna make your dating dummy. I'm gonna make Sonic do it too. No, okay. Son, Sonic's the Sonic's the dating dummy. You're the one I hope like gets a great result from this. Thank you. Okay. This is genius, and I love whoever thought of this. Refrigerator dating. You swipe through people's picture. You swipe through pictures of people's refrigerators and swipe right <laughs> or left depending on how it looks. No one is ever gonna swipe right on me. My fridge. I have Pepsi. <laughs> you are a big That's Pepsi guy. I, you know what's funny, I don't though? have food in there. I could see where you can get a really good snapshot into someone's life based on what's in their refrigerator. Exactly. Yeah. You want for anyone on social media either posts a video or a picture of their open fridge, I zoom in on that shit and I judge them. You've been in my refrigerator. What, do you, what would you think about... Um, Your refrigerator says I'm not home a lot. You have a lot... And what that means... 
is your sauce collection is pretty decent. Pretty solid sauce collection. You're yeah. absolutely right. But not much yeah. else happening besides that ice and some frozen foods that are there just in case. But nothing that you've bought fresh produce. Yeah. Did I nail it? Yeah, pretty close. Because we do have a separate beer fridge upstairs. Um, can't be can't be mixing the beer with the with the sauce. So this is what it says: Refrigerating, created by John Stonehill and Samsung, allows you to find your future mate by swiping on a photo of their fridge. If you are keen about clean food storage or are looking for someone whose life is just as crammed and chaotic as your vegetable drawer, then this dating app may just might be the mate matching site you've been looking for. The Refriger Dating website even offers advice as to how food storage storage correlates with your particular personality types, making it easier to decide whether you could get along with someone based solely on the inside of their fridge. So somebody who looks at Sonic's fridge right now is going to get the worst perception of who he actually is because he's been doing that raw vegan diet and that in no way or for- shape or form describes Sonic. Yeah, at all. <laughs> like uh, they're going to, they're, they're thinking, oh my God, I'm going to, I'm dating this guy who probably shops at Tom's. <laughs> Has Birkenstocks and wears a beanie everywhere. And sits under trees. And loves the trees. Yeah. I saw that episode of uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Dennis, he uh, hooked up with that dude, that environmentalist guy, that hippie guy's girlfriend, when he chained a, the dude to the tree. <laughs> and then to try and prevent the bulldozers from knocking down the tree. And then while the guy was chained to a tree, Dennis banged his girlfriend. You know why Samsung is probably involved in that? Isn't Samsung the company that's got the, refri- uh, the yeah, cameras got- and the refrigerators? Oh, I don't know about the cameras, but they have really nice refrigerators, so it doesn't surprise me that they have cameras in them. Their whole thing is like you can get to the grocery store, and if you forget what you have, you can look on the app and see inside your refrigerator. Huh. Yeah. We're in the future, man. We've got cameras and refrigerators. All right, so I'm going to zoom through the rest of these. Let me know if there's anything you want me to stop on. Okay. Uh, witch dating. See Captain Date. Wait, okay, stop on both of these. <laughs> so witch dating as in like... If you think you're a witch, if you're really into the Wiccanism, I feel like that explains itself. I've dated a lot of witches. Okay. So yes. And then sea captain date. So not a pirate, but a sea captain. Right. A seaman. Do you love the feeling... <laughs> I should have got unseizing- more credit for that. <laughs> Thank you. Do you love feeling the unceasing movement of the ocean underneath your feet at all times? Do you often stare at light- lighthouses and sigh? That's your new bio. I stare at lighthouses inside. <laughs> so, is, is this for people that are want to date people with boats? Do you like potential mates who can pull off wearing a captain's hat? Oh, boy. Then you're going to love sea captain date. <laughs> I love the line about, do you often stare at lighthouses inside? Just. Who's your favorite captain of all time? I, I, Rich and I have the same favorite captain. Yeah. Captain Crunch. No, oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good okay. one, though. Captain Morgan over here. <laughs> Giggity. I'm more of an Admiral Nelson gal myself. Wow. Just a cheap bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gluten-free singles. No. no. <laughs> Dead meat. Wait, what's that? Dead meat is a dating site for grave diggers, morticians, funeral oh. directors, <laughs> forensics investigators, autopsy specialists, and anyone else who works with those who have gone to the great beyond. Yes, even taxidermists. <laughs> Dead meat. (laughs) The group was started by mortician Carla Valentine after she found out that a lot of regular dates were creeped out to find what she does for a living. So, yeah, I actually, this this is a thing because a girl I went to high school with, God bless her, lost her mom in high school. So I think this is why she kind of got into this, oddly enough. She went to Mortonary School and then like. Went to what? Is that what it's called? What did you call it? 
mortuary school. Okay, that's not what you called it, but go uh, ahead. I know. <laughs> and then um, she started working at funeral homes, and I think her job her job level definitely went up with that. And I know you can make a lot of money in that business, but she met her now husband in Wayne State's funeral program. And his family owns funeral homes. It's the business. And I think it does take a certain type to want to date someone or be with someone who's in that line of work. Just around death all day? It's really sad. I don't think... And I think she ended up doing somewhere else, she, doing something else. Like, she works at, like, one of those, like, cryo labs now. Like, she has a really cool job. But I believe it was probably because, like, just how hard that can be on your mental health. Yeah. We have a friend that's a homicide murder cop in oh, North shoot. Carolina. Wow. Yeah. She's a badass. Like, even hearing some of the stuff my roommate, who's a lawyer, goes through, and my best friend, who's a nurse, goes through, I'm just like, well, I'm going to go to my dumb radio job to talk about Justin Bieber. <laughs> Speaking of which, I just got an alert. Did you get the... This is now I lost it. Hang on, I got an alert. This is some breaking news. This has nothing to do with anything we're talking about, but this just came down uh, within the last little bit. Tupac is alive in New Mexico. A new film claims the rapper who died in 1996 after being gunned down in Vegas. Uh, one filmmaker now disagrees. Apparently, Tupac is living on a Navajo reservation in New Mexico. So. There you go. Machiavelli, y'all. That yeah, would you. be something if that were oh, true. Oh, wouldn't that it? That would be amazing. That wow. Would, that would be something. That would, that be, would be something that there. That would be something. <laughs> <laughs> Spanky's Corner. A podcast. Uh, Valentiding. Have you heard about this? <clears throat> they, they came up with a new name. Of, uh, we, it's, it's a thing that's been around for a while because I, I know this because I've done it. Um, and it's the dating trend have. to ruin your Valentine's Day, which piece is piece of work. Oh, yeah, thanks. Uh, this is very harsh, but it's basically uh, a well-timed breakup right before Valentine's Day because you don't want to pay for a gift for Valentine's Day. Which okay, so this the, is what I'm going to say. It does sound really crappy. It is really crappy. It's not, but it also isn't because it's just like if you're in that. Everybody goes through that thing before they're about to break up with someone. It can sometimes last months. It can sometimes last years where you're in that should I break up with them phase. And this is an excuse to do it. And this is where you're like, oh, my God, it, it literally sickens me to spend money on them. So I should probably this is probably it. Uh, this says no breakup is ever well timed, but there's something particularly poorly planned about doing it just weeks before Valentine's Day. It's clearly written by a woman. Hang on. Let me scroll up. This is by. Yep. By Brittany Wong. Of course, it's a woman writing this. You're going to have to chop that out. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> no, because the, it, it's it's clearly from a female point of view because most guys will tell you that they've done this at some particular point in time. And most women, when you say that, if you take a poll of most women, it's not an offensive thing. If you, it's a poll of most women, they would say that they're dead set against this. Right? She looks offended right now. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think of... What is their reasoning behind why it's terrible? Do we feel like it's on the same level of breaking up with somebody on their birthday? Is that something else you've done? God damn it. Um, Don't do that. Not that I remember, but is I re- that, that, remember specifically Valentine's Day. That I will. Well, I, okay. I broke up with two girls that year right before Valentine's Day. I was in college. It was fun. You were dating them both at the same time? Yeah, and it was you, too much. What you do? Just wake up and like, time to clean house. <laughs> it was, yeah, basically. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I was like 19 years old. I was in radio. And, and back then, but it was before Facebook and Twitter. You could keep everybody separated. Now you can't. You can't. It's too hard. And by the way, it's too exhausting. I can't even imagine trying to do that now. It's just too much. But yeah, right before Valentine's Day, you clean a little bit of house and you don't have to worry about... Um, <laughs> 
about uh, buying gifts. He does housekeeping. It's messed up to break up with somebody on their birthday. I Why? Think, because that's a day that they're hoping is going to go well, and that in it, it, no matter what, you're going to be upset that you're getting dumped. You can totally wait till the next day. What about before the birthday, though? Not not on the birthday, but before. If you know that there's something coming up, and you you don't like have a to week, buy gifts. like a week or so before. Yeah, because then your friends will come to your rescue, I feel like, and make sure you have a good day. To me, it's it's fiscally responsible to get out of a bad relationship before a birthday, before Christmas, before Valentine's Day, before Sweetest Day, or whatever nonsense how, people celebrate. How soon are we talking that you got out before Valentine's Day? A week, like week before. That's fine. And especially if it sounds like you were just banging these girls and not necessarily like in like long-term relationships with them considering they're a multiple piece of shit okay so it's called valentiding and it was coined by metro uk writer ellen scott last year oh she came up with a name for something that's been around for literally all of time scott defined it as heart the heartbreaking act of dumping someone right before valentine's day because you're too tight to get them a gift write a card or make any kind of fuss get it question mark valentine's day plus being too much of a tightwad to buy a gift Valentiding. This is someone that's been dumped many times before Valentine's Day. Maybe the problem isn't the person not wanting to buy a gift. Maybe the problem is Metro UK writer Ellen Scott just being a bad girlfriend. Is this article making you feel bad? Is that just, why you're this just... is so stupid? Because they're 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 making it sound like it's such an awful thing, and sometimes relationships aren't going to go anywhere. Why spend the extra money? I guess it depends on the situation too. Now, if you were also in like, say Josh dumped me today, I'd be pretty pissed. <laughs> okay, but you guys have been dating for how well. Many that's years? what I'm saying yeah. is we've been dating for years. So if he broke up with me on February 13th, and then tomorrow I'm like, well, happy love day. I just got dumped by my boyfriend that I thought I was going to marry. Oh, this like, story. This story goes on, by the way. Not to interrupt you, but I'm just becoming right. But more I'm just saying that there's levels of this. If it's somebody you're just banging, or you've only been on a few dates with, then that's fine. But yeah, you're on a different level though. But I'm just saying it still qualifies. Uh, this is uh, from the same person. So avoiding the gift might really be about not wanting to spend money on someone you don't see a future with. In other words, your ex isn't just a cheap ass in this scenario. They're a cheap ass with commitment issues. They're blaming all of this on a guy because they are a shitty person to date. That's what this is. I told you, written by women. I hate Valentine's Day. I like it. It's, it's just so stupid. I mean, I, I don't... It is so stupid. You, you like you need a you need a Hallmark day. You like look. You got quiet. You're like explain this. It, you needed a you need a Hallmark date to 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 express love to your significant other. If, you're, you're the antichrist of everything. About Valentine's Day, it's a made up holiday. So maybe maybe if some of these guys and girls express their love the other 364 days a year, we wouldn't need Valentine's Day because that's what I do. I'm a loving, caring person all year round. There's a day for everything, though. So here's well, just another day. So Josh and I on Valentine's Day do not hold hands in the park and say, I, I like your dreamy green eyes and... Um, the way you care for your dog. I just I just enjoy it because tomorrow we're going to go out to a nice dinner and being in a long distance relationship, it'll be a nice little day night. Yeah, but that also, you would be going out to dinner anyway because he just happens to be in town. He's not coming to town because it's Valentine's Day. He's coming to town because you guys got the weekend off. This is what our thought process was though because usually when it come, he comes into town or I come into town there, it's a hodgepodge of doing different things. We'll hang out with groups of friends. We'll do whatever. Sometimes, like him and I will go out, but... We did, like, say, this is our first Valentine's Day we get together in years. Let's set up a date night. 
what is more meaningful getting flowers on january 14th or march 14th or getting flowers on february 14th i don't really care you see that's my but point. i'm not but, I, but listen i'm him and i don't like typically we don't typically like get each other gifts we troll each other mostly on valentine's day <laughs> like i literally send him so. like i sent him <laughs> life-size pillows on my face he sent flowers to my office that the poor receptionist had a had a transfer to me that the card blatantly out loud said, baby girl, you're so damn fine, though. I'm trying to know if I can hit it from behind, though. And it got passed through many hands that day. Spanky's Corner. A podcast! This is from the Daily Mail. Relationship experts bust the biggest myths about romance. Mm. I'm going to run these by you. You tell me if any of them are true. And I'll tell you what they say. Okay, so you want me to guess, and then you'll tell me what, what they're saying? This is from a dating coach. Um, here's one thing I know about dating coaches. Most of them are single. Um, don't know how yeah. that works. And, um, <laughs> they actually are. And and the funny thing about dating coaches, too, the most famous dating coach I know was the one that was dating Camila, Camila Cabello. Cabello. And Did get, you know who happened? that was before they dated? Not at all. So oh. it seemed like it worked for him for a while, but then they broke up. So how good of a dating coach is he really? Right. Uh, men are less romantic than women. True or false? False. Rich, you want to chime in? You're a romantic fella. Men. False. <laughs> I think women just have higher expectations, but yeah. I think men can be just as creative. And excuse me, think of the gays. They are so above and beyond. Men are more likely to fall in love at first sight because their brains and hormonal systems give them more visual romantic True. tendencies than women. So they actually, it's false. Really? I'll jump on that quick. Wait, what wait. about boners? Well, I don't know. What about them? <laughs> Will you tell me, Julia, what about them? Visualizations. <laughs> That was how. That's how they, those occur. Yeah. So men are not less romantic <laughs> than women. Um, number two, older people are more romantic than younger people. Older people are more romantic than younger people. True or false? Mm. No, I just think, I just think they went about things better. But I don't think it makes them more romantic. I think romantic romance comes from like a creative creativity standpoint a little bit. Okay. So you're saying false, Rich? Yeah, I would say false. But I do think they did everything better. Data yeah. from statistics uh, analyst site or an. Where are you going to go with this? <laughs> the word is analysis, oh. but I always get screwed up with the first four letters of that. And then I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are you trying to say here? Uh, data from the statistics analysis site Finder reveal couples are less likely to celebrate Valentine's Day the older they get. Which is probably mm. talking about what I was just talking about, how I hate Valentine's Day, and we haven't celebrated it in years. But the answer is false. You guys are both right. Look at you. Two for two. Uh, couples break up before Valentine's Day. <laughs> well, we already know the answer to this. True. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. I it. feel like the first one, you didn't tell us if that was true or false. Yeah, no, I did. You guys were both right. Uh, the first one was false. That was men are less romantic than women. Uh, that is false. Oh, and you didn't say that. Yeah, I did. You weren't listening. You were on your phone. Julia was on her phone. True or false? Rich? True. True. Uh, men prefer <laughs> sex to gifts. True or false? True. True. <laughs> this is a resounding 90% of men surveyed. 90%? <laughs> it's not even like 65. <laughs> 69% of men. Nice. Uh, surveyed by Illicit Encounter said sex was their number one wish for Valentine's Day. Amen. Wow. <laughs> that is amazing. I think it's safe to say this would apply to just about every special occasion, yeah. said the dating expert. 
Uh, day. That anything would day. Flag yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, teddy bears, underwear, and ties are the least favored Valentine's gift among men. Wh- who would get someone a tie? Are you my father? Can you imagine? I just screamed that <laughs> of McCormick, please. Dude, everybody turned around because Julie yelled, Are you my father? <laughs> Dad? <laughs> Dude, honestly, walking around here, all the dads that are walking around here, they're like, Oh, shit. <laughs> um, women love expensive presents. True or false? We don't not. True. True. According to this, False. Women That's love their partner the, to remember all, the little things. Listen, all these women, uh, all these women lied to sound better. This completely contradicts the nonsense I was just talking about a couple minutes ago with that article with the lady from the Metro UK. So this it says uh, the women love their partner to remember the little things, meaning expense takes a backseat to thoughtfulness when it comes to Valentine's Day. Remember, this is exactly what I was talking about a little bit earlier. What's more impressive and more important, getting flowers on January 14th or March 14th as opposed to February 14th Valentine's Day? Listen, I personally, I, I personally love when you get when y'all. Y'all remember something special and left hook me with it. No, not even remember something special, but what about just because? But I'm Whatever also, happened to the just because people? I'm also not going to be mad at a G-Wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Red roses are the most romantic flowers. True or false? Uh, true. Yeah, uh, True, yeah. False. Really? They're not even every woman's first choice. Julia is a woman. Do you disagree with that? Obviously. Yeah, I like other flowers, yeah. Gerber daisies are my favorite. Um, going with the safe choice isn't always the best choice. Showing you've put in effort and you've given her something unique will stand out more than following the pack. So my wife's favorite flower is the bird of paradise. I've known that forever. And you can't fucking find them anywhere. Do you, you have to special them. order them? I don't, I, maybe, but, uh, but I, I know that Mariano's doesn't have it. But also, I'm not going to be mad at roses. Like I, li- I do like roses. Roses and also a great song. Yeah, shout out to Outcast. Are they here for um, NBA All Star Week? Everybody else is. I just got a thing like Fifty Cents oh, in town. Are- Ludacris is in town. DJ oh, Khaled is they in are? town. Yeah, I, I know the a, DJ Khaled thing. <laughs> we all do. Yeah. Um. <laughs> That's gonna be big. Spanky's Corner. A podcast. Two McDonald's in North Carolina to host a romantic candlelit dinner for Valentine's Day. Yeah, these things happen. Um, White Castle's been doing a thing yeah. for years now, too, right? Yeah. And I want to say KFC does something. I might be making that up. You and Josh, when you are talking about earlier about how you're ironic for Valentine's Day or and just like troll each other, this would be perfect. He brought it up last night, and I had no I had no opposition to that. But the one thing I said is this is 100% going to make us both sick. McDonald's? No. Well, White Castle. Oh. Yeah, because you can't eat... The, the thing with White Castle is you you eat a lot in White Castle because everything's small. The sliders are small. And then before you, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, but yeah. I'll, I'll get sick. Like that just kind of food just never makes me feel good. Um, and he said to him, he said to me, he's like, think about the photo op though. And I go, I love where your head's at, but I just like I'm just saying, uh, the, we're gonna be pooping. Nah. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Glad we fit a new level on this stupid thing. Uh, this is in North Carolina. There's two locations. One is in Monkey Junction. There's a place called Monkey Junction, North Carolina. The other one's in Southport. Uh, and they're doing candlelight dinners from 5 p.m. to 7.30 on Friday. That, that oh. is really funny. Ooh. 
The experience includes a server who will greet you at the door, leading the way to your seat. They'll even take your order and bring your meals out to your table. Tables will feature candles and flowers to set the mood, and um, it's so, not the first time they've done it. So it's just at this specific location. They're not doing it at any of the ones. No, in these are both in North Carolina. But I would I, look. I would fly to North Carolina just to do this. hundred <laughs> percent. There's got to be a place around Chicago that does this because I would gladly take part in a McDonald's candlelit dinner Valentine's Day extravaganza. I'll look it up. I'll look it up tonight because I, um, I just put the, I, I put like a couple reservations in for tomorrow night just because I figured it's going to be hard for us to find somewhere to eat. Where are you going? On a Friday what night. What you got? What did you put them in? Um, I did one for Paradise Park because it's right by my house. Yeah. And we've always been curious about that place. And like literally it was one of the only spots that had like around 730 open. And then I did some Italian places. We always love Italian food. And I forget what it's called and where it's at. But it, it was just rated really well. Um, and then I'm going to check out that Mexican joint you told me about. Um, does the Italian place, do they have unlimited breadsticks? <laughs> Are we going to Olive Garden? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We should. You absolutely should. Absolutely. Uh, the, the place I, I um, reserved is definitely probably much nicer and tastier, but go with what you know. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the problem. It's a day before Valentine's Day when we're recording this. So by the time you hear this, it's either Valentine's Day or after. I'm just going to go on a limb and say that if the restaurant has, has has reservations available on Valentine's Day night on a Friday at 7.30, chances are it's going to be just okay at best. It said it had 40 reservations booked that day. That one popped open and then like no other times were open. So I thought that's what it seemed really well. And it was rated exceptional Ooh. on open table. Well, that open table's <laughs> never wrong. God. <laughs> I don't know. I just I put in a couple there and then I, I, I think I did one more. And then like I just figured whatever we have a taste for, like at least we have a seat somewhere and I'll just cancel the rest. But um, honestly, though, get us with some OG. Huh? Get us with some OG. We talking about? We can probably ball out there too, Olive Garden. Oh, for sure. Oh Olive my God. Gar- Yo, Olive Garden is not that cheap and, though. And then we can walk away holding hands in the merch we can buy at the front. You can buy merch at the Olive Garden. I, I don't know. Update you. I thought you can at like Applebee's, and aren't they just one and the same? All right. Last time I had Olive Garden, I had a thing out in Carpentersville. It was the only place that was open. My thing was next to a mall on Mother's Day, and I ate at the bar by myself for lunch at 11 a.m. because I was waiting for the thing to start, and the train got in early, and it was the whole thing. So, but I'm sitting there, and like I ate by myself. It was like twenty dollars. It's not that cheap at the Olive Garden. Holy shit! What? There's an Olive Garden bedspread. Shut up. Let me see. There is an Olive Garden bedspread. How? One hundred and five dollars. This website puts things on sale all the time, though. So when it goes on sale, you should buy this for your guest room. (laughs) This is so good for a guest room. No, it's good for a main room. How dare you? I know, but imagine, like, you having that door closed, and then when your next guest comes, you open it up. Is there an Applebee's one? Because uh, Olive Garden's always been a solid medium for me, but I do love some Applebee's. I'm not going to apologize for it. Yep, they do. They do. They do? What do they got? The bedspread. Do they really? Can I see? Yeah, one sec. Let me get a good pick. Oh, what do you... Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. What do they want for that? Probably the same price, I would imagine. Um, $86. So it's cheaper than the Olive Garden. But it's a duvet, so you got to get the... Oh, no, and this is for a twin. So that bed's a what? A queen or a full? Queen. Queen. Yeah. Queen is a cool 107 bucks. Wow. Yeah, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. All right. How do we feel this VD episode went? 
I, I just realized I might have been a little bit too negative on this one, and I don't care because Valentine's Day is an awful holiday. It's okay. It, it provided some zest. <laughs> and a dig into your fuckboy past. I hope you guys have nice VD. Don't get a VD. Don't get a VD on VD. Um, and if you else? have a VD, wrap your VD. That was another above-average edition of Spanky's Corner. A podcast! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.